Well, we have great news. We have the biggest fans of the podcast are Maddie's family. <laughs> we had some great feedback coming from your mom, and your sister, and your dad even bothered. I, I haven't even heard from my dad. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is my son doing? I'm so disappointed. Oh. What did your mom and your sister say? Mom gave constructive criticism, which, she, which was a good thing. She was like, why are you doing a podcast with someone that can barely speak <laughs> she said what did she say she said something about structure she's like you need to have more structure because we don't talk fast enough because we're not professionals oh you okay are. yeah that that's probably my fault i think that's I'm the constructive one that's, yeah yeah but definitely my, helpful my little sister just sent me an emoji like oh i'm, I'm not sure and then she said cringe <laughs> So, thanks man thank you for the support and the feedback we love you yeah so yeah that's great support at least they watched it i guess yeah i guess that counts yeah. right but i had some friends say some nice stuff which was cool cool yeah i'm still excited to keep talking epic shit with you yeah so, well that's probably yeah. fair we were waffling a bit we were trying to find our feet and get that like yeah i reckon the podcast will be pretty shit until we reach like around the 10 episode where we actually get a feeling of how to you know keep the conversation and all this stuff i, I think i think the podcast is going to be pretty shit until we get rid of the background <laughs> yeah, like, yeah bro this background is shit like i wouldn't watch a podcast like this anyways roll the intro music How's the good vibe, people? Welcome to the third episode of the Good Vibes Theory. We're all about sharing the good vibes with the world. My name is Nelson. My name's Maddie. And what's what's the other purpose of the podcast, buddy? Yeah, you haven't given me the script, so I haven't learned it yet. It's, it's <laughs> Motherfucker, some... you just have one, it's some... one thing to do. Empowering and motivating people one episode at a time. Yeah, you got... No, no. It was close. Said... It was a long close, close, close. Entertaining, entertaining and empowering. You know, we're, we're like providing tools for people to get better but at the same time it's like yeah we're not that serious you know we're here to joke around and here, shit here to have a good time have yeah good time. I, I was just thinking that imagine if your mom and your sister gave that feedback from the first episode which was fairly decent imagine what they would say of the last episode where we talk about people from china and <laughs> indonesia invading australia i think i think i'll enjoy that more because yeah. it's <laughs> i feel like they will be like fuck man what are they doing yeah no yeah i think they'll actually enjoy it because it's substance right at least <laughs> i've been thinking about that during the week that was a weird conversation <laughs> yeah. we had. Yeah. but i needed to know we need to be prepared man you you've been here for 28 years i've been here for four years i need to know what the fuck happens if we're getting invaded i want to know what's the plan what what are we doing because i mm. now live with you so you're my landlord pretty much so you gotta give me a plan of action that's like, not included in the the man. <laughs> every man for themselves now, i think the best thing we're gonna do is jump in the in the water yeah and in, in our new tinny that we're gonna buy the boat and just wait 
That's why we need the jet ski. That's actually. why we, yeah. <laughs> I was just telling Josh, my mate, today that yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Fuck, like, we're fucked if we're getting invaded. He was sad because he sort of wanted a friend that had one, which is a yeah, friend. of course. It's, I want a friend that it's has. It's good one. to have a friend that's got one. Yeah, it's not good to be the one that has it. And it'll be also the quickest way for us to escape from being invaded. Where are we going to go though? New Zealand. Uh, can we get to New Zealand on a jet ski? No. Are you no, sure? Well, you need, if you Has have someone fuel, ever tried that? I reckon. Can you have... tell me that it's a fact that you can't get to New Zealand on a jet ski? Not with the stock fuel tank. Like if you worked that out you the fuel situation. Extra, yeah, extra yeah. petrol. I'm sure you could do it. Let's if fucking you, if you try the, it. I, it's probably illegal for some reason. <laughs> It'll be illegal. No, well, talking about illegal, I got a fine yesterday, which is not fun because I drove to freaking brisbane which i love but yesterday i didn't love that much because i drove hour and a half to brisbane and i uh, because i had a job and then i had spared 20 minutes and i was like oh let me just visit a friend have a little chat whatever catch up so i go visit my friend but and so she lives in a very busy street where it's difficult to find parking so i spot a parking but it's on the other side of the street i'm like if i go to the very end turn around someone will take the spot so i better just take it right and at this point i'm like honestly i didn't know that you couldn't park yeah, so you, your car pointing the other like so you didn't know that track. was legal illegal no no i had no idea otherwise know. why would i do it like yeah so uh, i i i imagine i was like oh i better make sure like a cop doesn't see like catch me doing this because i'm i'm guessing he'll be like what the fuck are you doing but if i'm already parked i don't think he'll say anything that was my kind of thinking and then which obviously was wrong because then i went 50 minutes to catch up with my friend and when i come back i have a fucking ticket of 133 dollars bro it's pretty steep that's it's a lot they go hard on tickets here why why so much i think brisbane's worse than other places too because if it was like 45 dollars, you'd be like okay i was in the wrong i'll pay yeah. it but it's like man that's a lot of money 133 like, bro yeah. like it's not even worth it for me now that i went to brisbane to perform this job it, it was supposed to be something really quick you know like not the best money money wise but okay i'm getting some money and then 133 are already gone it was definitely not worth it. No. Fuck oh. me. Well, you learnt a new law. Yeah, so that, I did. That's a positive. And then, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Like, try and just, like, make up some excuses. <laughs> or just, I, I don't think it will work. Man, I had a mate that just got a some sort of parking ticket at South Bank somewhere. Yeah. And he, he sent it around to all his friends, his reply to the council, because he thought it was funny yeah and he did this whole thing about his grandma's in hospital and blah it was not true like the whole thing was bullshit and that was a reason that he had to do what he did and get the fine and they wiped the whole thing for real mm. so yeah it was a bit I of a soft story that you were dying or something I yeah look. say that he's like oh and on top of that i'm a student i have no money if i have to pay this i won't be able to pay for fuel to get to uni then my education <laughs> will fail well that's a great story right it there worked. Yeah. it's worth a try at least yeah. what are they gonna do say no yeah I, I don't know i don't think i'll try that but anyways um, remember i can get deported at any time if i ever tried something like that so i better not um 
So you went downhill today and you came back with couple scratches which yeah. is exactly what i fucking told you of why i didn't think this was a great idea look at your fucking arm you look like you're turning into a zombie but yep yep since picking back up the sport i think this is going to be a regular occurrence yeah I think... i'm just scared that you actually break a bone mm. how far are we from that happening it can happen so quickly like... <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing it can happen just when you're not even trying to go fast. Well, thank you, sir. We're trying to record a podcast Jesus. here. You can come with your fucking motorbike just next to the house. <laughs> thank you. We'll soundproof the next studio once we get rid of this. <laughs> once we get rid of this shitty background. Yeah. Um, yeah, so breaking something like really bad is just going to happen quickly. Like I've done it plenty of times. I've done my wrist, elbows, oh, no. ankles. Yeah. How many bro- bones have you broken? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I've done dislocations and a lot of ligament damage. Oh, no. So I've probably no, done you. more of that. The worst thing I did was dislocate my elbow. That's like way worse than like snapping your wrist or something like that. Um, yeah, that, that sucks. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say your mustache looks on point today. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyways, um, there's one thing I wanted to talk about is that recently we went to watch UFC, right? So I'm a big fan of UFC, mixed martial arts. Um, I really love the sport. I do jiu-jitsu, all these things. And so I tell Maddie, like, hey, let's just uh, come with me. Let's watch this five, whatever, UFC 253, which was incredible. And then Matthew, just before leaving the house, asked Beck, his wife, he's like, hey, Beck, can I bet some money? I'm like, are you asking permission to did bet I, did money? Did I ask her or did I tell her? No, no, you ask her. You ask her. Can yeah. you explain to me the background of what have you done in the past that you need to ask permission to go bet? <laughs> it's nothing bad. It's nothing like a big crazy story where I lost heaps of money. But sometimes like we'll just be out for, you know, we'll go out for drinks with a bunch of friends and then the football will be playing like just in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll just, I'll just chuck some money on because you can do it on your phone. <laughs> and then it makes it more exciting, right? So, and it's little bets, like 20 bucks or something. And then sometimes we had, it was the, the Rugby Union World Cup last year. I sort of got into because a bunch of people were into it mm. and I did pretty well. Like, <laughs> How much money do you make? Maybe like 250. <laughs> Is that so, pretty well? How well, much did you lose? No, that was like, I, I put in maybe 30 or 40 bucks and then I grew that to 250. Okay. So like, I'm not betting with big money. Yeah. But then even like when I'm excited and I'm winning, I'm making a fuss about it. And she's just like, you're an idiot. What are you doing that for? <laughs> um, so as long as like, it's just, a, I guess, communication up front. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do that. Otherwise I walk back and I say, hey, me and Nelson won $700,000. <laughs> She'll be like, so you were cool, betting. But you were betting. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't go in that direction, did it? Yeah. Um, well, she, she wasn't mad. I was about talking it. about. She wanted like more information from what I heard, something. She was like, what do you mean? Kind of thing. What, what on? What's the yeah, limit? What's exactly. the limit? <laughs> yeah, so I was more talking about the winning bit didn't go in the direction we wanted. 
Oh, okay. Because a guy giving me advice yeah. didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Matthew asked me, okay, so you know about fighting and shit. Tell me what do I need to bet? I give him the facts. I give him like the straight facts. We made no money. He well, lost everything. I lost like six bets in a row. How much money? Did, you also yeah. bet more money than the, the one you told back you you will be betting. Well, she doesn't watch these, so it's okay. <laughs> How much money did you lose? No, it day? was less than 50, like 40, 45 bucks. <laughs> you told her it was no. 20. Motherfucker. There was already money in the betting account, right? Yeah. So that doesn't count. <laughs> so I put 20 bucks in there, yeah. topped it up to 40 something. <laughs> yeah. What's the most you have ever made betting? Um, had a few. The best win was with my mate Josh, mm. we were up in Cairns and we were playing the pokies. Yeah, that's pretty it's shit, not, those machines. Yeah, it that's was... bad. It's bad, but the thing was, we used to do it when we were 18 or whatever. Mm. I just go to the casino, do 50, 100 bucks. And we, we were back in Cairns on a bit of a holiday, I guess. We were back to watch the Mountain Bike World Cup, which was live. Mm. And we went out for the first night on the Wednesday... And we're like, hey, do you want to go put 50 bucks in the pokies? Yeah. Oh, for, for old time's sake, let's do it. <laughs> I shit you not, on like the fourth spin, started going off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was $1,300. Wow. And that's we, a lot of money. And we spent like $3. <laughs> that's great money then. Great mm. return. What do so, you do with that money? So, well, it was Josh. Definitely, you didn't get a, a, a jet ski because there's no jet ski no. around here. <laughs> no, no. Well, we were there for another like five days. So we're mm. like, we're spending this. Like, <laughs> and then we were just eating and drinking the whole World Cup. We were, it was a good you time. You spend $1,300 no. just drinking and having fun. No. Not quite. No way. Josh, Josh was building up a bike. So I think he had to buy a part, which was like 600 bucks or something. Oh, okay. So yeah. he did that. It was his 50 bucks. Yeah. And then, so yeah, probably like five, 600 bucks isn't that much to spend. Which in a you weekend. also broke your bike today and that's going to cost you a lot of money to fix. Yeah. How much money you pay for that bike? 3,000. That's fucking insane. It's brand new. It's, it's 11,000. Like three it's new 11, surfboards it's on top of the line. 11,000 brand new. What the fuck? And you broke it today. I broke some of it. <laughs> so how much is going to take for repairing it? Like 500? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not parts that should break. So maybe they were already damaged, I don't know. But so I, the guy that used to own it cuz you bought this bike like 2 weeks ago. Yeah, second hand. I'm not too stressed like you're never stressed. I have never yeah. seen you stressed. Like I, I've true. seen you sort of concern. I've seen you very nervous now every time we have to record a podcast. I'm getting better though. You're getting better but because you're you're getting drunk. It's working. So you're you're using alcohol <laughs> in drunk. order to sit in here and have a nice conversation, which we will get into. Um mm. we're in, in some episode we'll get into your drinking problem. Yes. Well if I wasn't doing the podcast, I would still be drinking this, but not talking <laughs> But not doing the podcast. Yeah. I'd rather you do the podcast and drink having the podcast, even though I don't support your amount of drinking. I don't support your CrossFit. <laughs> I'm not even doing CrossFit right now. What are you talking about? Anyways, the reason I brought that um the the gambling thing 
is because it's related to luck, right? Um, what are your thoughts on luck? What do you believe about luck? Luck. Mm. I think it's it's funny how you could define luck. Mm. Luck. Someone said it. Luck is the what is it? It is opportunity meeting preparation. Preparation. That's yeah. a classic one. Right? Okay. Classic saying. And I'm like, okay, yes, that's a good definition. Mm-hmm. The fact that some people are luckier than others, it's not some mystical thing. That's mm. you can't be lucky, right? Mm. You can get presented more opportunities. You could get presented more bad opportunities too, mm. but I, I don't think there's any like controlling thing that makes that happen. And then what you do with that opportunity defines if it's successful or really, really bad. Mm. Like even a bad opportunity that gets thrown your way could be not so bad mm. or really bad depending on how you are prepared. Yeah, um, I do agree with all of that. And luck has always been an interesting thing to me right because i've always said like oh like once i learn these concepts of hard work in preparation you know gathering knowledge intelligence into whatever you want to accomplish luck doesn't play like a big role in my perspective right it's like the harder i work the luckier i get but then I recently stumbled upon this uh, podcast of a, of a very intelligent human named Naval, right? And he's an angel investor. He has great perspective on life and lots of knowledge about wealth, happiness, and life meaning, but from a very logical and articulated point of view kind of thing it's not like very like yeah we're meant to be happy and compassionate and no it's like you know like wealth is this and money represents this blah 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 so i highly recommend you go check uh, some of his stuff it's called naval he's naval on twitter on and spotify etc but the thing that really resonated with me was he was talking about luck, right? And he explained how there are four different types of luck. First one, he said, is blind luck. Blind luck is that the um, the casual one, right? Like someone just walking along the street and then stumbles upon 100 bucks, right? You, did, you didn't prepare for that. You didn't work for that. You just happened to be at the right time, at the right moment. Something, um, you know, external, put those 100 bucks in front of you and you got lucky. That's blind luck. But can we rely on blind luck? No, we can't, no, right? Because it, it's something that comes sporadically. Every now and then you will have luck coming your way in some shape or form but you can't rely on it so people that are just waiting for the right opportunity but not really doing something to attract that opportunity very very hardly will will get lucky right and even if they do because they didn't work for it they don't appreciate it they think like it's something oh this will do this is normal that happens to me, right? When in reality, something that is is uncommon to to getting to get in touch with with blind luck. Then you have the hustler luck, which is the person that is continually working his ass off on something particular. Let's say 
me making videos so the harder I work into making more videos more stuff more getting into you know my craft um the luckier I get as well some opportunities will will start appearing you get better at identifying opportunities because you're working really hard and then you're like oh there's an opportunity then and then somehow it's like you finding luck right yeah i mean if you were to put out a thousand different youtube videos and one of them hit viral yeah like it's it's lucky but you know but it's not because it's, it's, not, it's yeah. lucky but it's not but because you you steer the pod until you make it happen right that's the second type of luck then you have the third one that is um so the hustler uh, look, the preparation look. The preparation look is you, same thing, continually working, working, working in your craft until luck starts sort of finding you. Instead of you creating the opportunity and you see seeking for luck, luck is finding you because you're so well prepared. Uh, let's say me becoming such a great uh, storyteller or filmmaker or YouTuber that then brands, sponsors and stuff start coming to me, right? And it's kind of like, oh, I got lucky because maybe, you know, this massive brand just hit me up to work with me. But it's not because you've been also working really hard in your craft and being prepared for the right opportunity to pop in and then you're able yeah because you know what to do with it exactly so there's exactly. a there's a lot of people that uh you know they may have some skills or whatever but if that opportunity comes right past mm. you and you don't grab it exactly it's going to keep going yeah and then exactly. it's nothing yeah that's yeah. why you need to be prepared and sort of aware of when you are creating opportunities and when opportunities are finding you because when you're looking for opportunities, you're sort of already ready. You're kind of ready, you know, like, okay, I know there's an opportunity somewhere in here, so I need to continue on this path. But then when you're sort of getting prepared, it's like you need to be sharp. You need to be on point of, okay, my craft is already, you know, at a high level in which it can provide me with great opportunities. I just need to be able to spot where when they come my way because sometimes opportunity come in sort of like a disguise so you don't really know maybe you're having a chat with someone that tells you like oh yeah i work for nike whatever and then you didn't actually catch that that was an opportunity of you presenting your work to someone that works in you know in nike and could potentially get you you know that that's yeah. what i'm trying or to just explain. like not following it up not chasing exactly enough. or not building a nice relationship that could potentially get you the opportunity um, in the future and then there's the last type of luck which is the unique um, personality is something I can't remember exactly how he called it, but let, let's call it just le, like the unique character look, which is you are so great at something in particular that then luck comes your way because there is sort of no other way to go, or there is very rare for luck to find whatever it's needed. To give an example, you have, let's say you are a master diver. You can dive anywhere in the world. You have all the equipment. You you are fully prepared. You've been doing this for years. So 
because of that you have built a reputation right and then people will come to you when they need this specific type of service because that's the thing you're a unique Mm -hmm. to this to this specific area yeah would you call that luck though it's it's a very stretch no because this this is where where i'm getting at let's say a guy finds a treasure on a on a sunken ship he knows where the treasure is but he doesn't have the skills to get there and he just got lucky because maybe he he stumbled upon where the location of the of the treasure is but then he finds out oh nelson is the only qualified diver in australia let's say that can get me that treasure so it's kind of like because of the luck of that person luck finds you because of your unique skills and abilities yeah so it's it's like a it we'll call it like the ideal luck to have you're ready hustle you're ready prepare you're not relying on blind luck and you're unique at what you do or you're it's very there's a lot of scarcity in what you do that then it's another way of creating more luck right Mm. let's say a filmmaker you have a particular style and you're the best at it and because you've been working so hard and grinding really hard for years you are now prepared and then the biggest brands in the world want to work with you because you build a reputation that is uniquely to you like that like young kid that shoots those rap videos exactly cole bennett is it what wait cole bennett does that sound familiar i don't think so I don't know that much mm. about the, the rap world. The... Some young kids started making these mm. quirky ass videos mm. and all the rappers suddenly wanted him. 22, directing Eminem's film clips. Oh, yeah, that's the guy that is on all the titles, right? Of, yeah, of the YouTube like, videos. Yeah, I, he went viral crazy. And he's young. So, yeah, true. So he's the one that is making videos currently for biggest rappers. Everyone, and yeah. they want him. And and yeah. he's on every title by Cole Bennett. Yeah, I think is that, the name, that's right? like I think was part of his deal. It's like yeah. I'll shoot it, but you have to put my tag in the title yeah. of the video, which, which is so smart. Great yeah. marketing, crazy. I want like, yeah. And videos you, are also fantastic. Yeah, and but unique. Like, yeah, you can watch exactly. it and know that he made it. Yeah. So that's yeah. So that's pretty much that's a great example yeah. for that specific uh, log. So. Um, I thought it was very interesting to keep those four types of luck in mind, not relying on the first one, but obviously when it comes your way, great, the blind luck, you know, like you, you never count on it, but you, you're aware of it. You know that maybe at some point it somehow you just get lucky. It, it happens to all of us. It happens on different presentations along your life. So just don't rely on it and then just keep preparing keep hustling because those two are the ones that will take you to the last one which is being unique at what you do and luck will find you in so many ways to keep you know producing and getting better at whatever you do um then there's one more thing that we wanted to talk about which it's a phrase a quote that comes from a friend of yours yeah yeah, so that's that's the one by my mate Maddie Mac, and it is, you can have everything, but not all at once. And interesting little backstory. So Maddie's a, a photographer, 
filmmaker. He worked with Nitro Circus, Action Sports, all this stuff. He does tons. Mm. And I was working with him about 18 months. We did a photo shoot for the Evolve in his studio. And we were just talking for like two days. And as you do, you're just chitting and chatting. And he said that. And I sort of was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But then three weeks ago, we had a shoot for the GoPro Creator Summit. And we were talking to one of the other guys and we were just discussing life and what this guy's doing. Mm. And Maddie said the quote again. Mm. And then I'm like, you know, if you hear someone say the same thing twice, mm. but 18 months apart, yeah. like he put some stock in that. Yeah. And like, I you know, respect Maddie for what he's doing. Mm. So I haven't asked him about the quote or anything, but yeah. I, I sort of figure it's like a little mantra he has in yeah. the back of his head. Yeah, like it means sure. something to him. So I'm like, I'll think about that a little bit more because mm. if it means something to him, it's probably worth it. having a look at it. It's worth, and on the surface, it's like quite simple. Yeah. You can have everything, but not all at once. Yeah. And I think it all comes down to like what resources do we have mm -hmm. time, money, commitment, mm. and how do you trade them for things mm -hmm. like products, mm. experiences, mm. relationships, careers, mm. and you sort of can't have it, anything mm. like, um, but, but it's just, how do you balance that to have all the things you want and then kick out the things that are least important? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. As soon as you mentioned that quote, I was like, holy fuck. You know, when, when you hear something very intelligent, but at the same time, very simple. I love those kind of, you know, like quotes, mantras, whatever you want to call it. When they're simple, but deep enough where you, you, you're able to realize something about life in general that is applicable, right? And coming back to it, like you can have everything, but not all at once. To me, it represents a lot of being patient, you know, being selective as well with what you want. Because it's like, okay, I can have everything, but not all. So what do I want to have now? What's the priority for me to have now? So it takes a lot of self-awareness to be like, is it more important to have a nice car or is it more important to invest into camera gear that will take me to the next level? Thanks, boss. Bloody Thank hell. you for riding your fucking, I don't even know what kind of vehicle is that, but you need to take that to a fucking mechanic because it sounds like shit. <laughs> Fuck. But, yeah, I, I think that's true and I think it's a good when you sort of step back and look at it from like one step back. Mm it's a good way to make choices knowing that if you are doing something even so you want it you mm. you not always but a lot of the time have to make a sacrifice somewhere else exactly so yeah. if you're looking at four things you know maybe you can have these two real cool ones but yeah. or you could have these three but you're going to miss out on that one yeah and you know you got to look at it in depth but if you, if you apply that to everything you're doing, yeah, there's definitely like another level of hindsight that yeah, it can give for you. Sure, for sure, and it's a, it's like if you're able, because this is the thing throughout life, 
our desires, the things we want, the goals, the places we want to get, uh, what we think is like the highest of levels within our craft or jobs, etc. That changes, right? As we grow, as we evolve, as, as we get wiser, smarter, better, we, real, we, we continually change our direction. Maybe some, and most of the times, ideally not the, the destination, right? But you change the paths you're taking to get to that destination because then you start realizing, oh, maybe I don't have to take this really long path when I can take this one that is also long, but it's, it's better for the long term. There's more water stops, there's more petrol, you know, like there's more things that will provide me in order for me to keep it myself on point to get to the destination. Yeah. So that, that comes back to that quality of being like, be smart with the things you want right now and be really selective of what's the true priority within the metrics you have in your life right now. Yeah, I think a lot of people would get to the end of the road mm. and figure out that that whole situation. You know, you see it all the time in celebrity where mm. they have everything, mm. but they don't because now they can't have, you know, family or whatever it yeah. might be. A lot of people back off the, the say, limelight yeah, because they're they're weighing up these priorities, and they realize even if that was their initial goal, mm. maybe it's not what they want now. Mm. So they're having to pivot and realizing that those two things don't go together, the, or they need yeah. to figure out a better way to make those two things go together. Maybe they got to drop the drugs and alcohol. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, maybe the party lifestyle has to go. The celebrity stays. You know, yeah, there's a million situations, but yeah, you definitely, you see it along the journey and at the end of the road. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it's better to realize it along the journey and not waiting to when you get to, a, to the end of the road being like, oh fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> you know, I, I made all the wrong choices. I choose always instant gratification instead of the long term, you know, instead of investing into having a nice relationship or whatever I, I was always choosing having you know wild sex or stuff like that instead of choosing having a healthy body I was always choosing to put drugs and things you know like that sweet brownie with ice cream that we all love you know so yeah try to try to be aware of the place you want to get the things that you want out of life and what's the priority because as our Mighty Boy said, you can have it all, but not all at once. Not all at once. Shout out. Dude, dude. Maddie Mac. <laughs> uh, how are we doing on time? Yeah, we're we're pretty good, actually. We're like almost 40 minutes in. Cool. So we, I, I got yeah. another thing. So we, yeah. were, we were talking about this. So this is the first podcast we've recorded after we posted. Exactly, know? yeah. So... We did this whole thing on Wednesday night when we actually posted it, and I got a bit flustered <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Um, for a bunch of reasons, I'm not. I'm not really a very self-conscious person. I'm pretty confident in myself. My mm. self-esteem's good. Mm. But I was definitely. I had some feelings coming up when it came yeah, to yeah. posting this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that because it, it's very. It's it's very 
interesting to me because as you just said you're very confident you know like from the outside I haven't seen you really like nervous about something or whatever you're very chill very calm and uncollected when it comes to stressful situations or things that will make most people nervous kind of thing but then when it came to you I told you like hey Maddie Wednesday we're posting you know our first episode of podcast going out he was like, oh yeah, cool. I was like, yeah, you're making some stories on your Instagram. He's like, well, I can't repost yours. I was like, no, no, you're talking on yours, explaining your friends and your people, why are we doing this, whatever. He, he panicked. He went white. I started mailing shit. You shed your pants. Like, what? Explain to me what was going through your head. Like, what? why does this thing gets you so nervous so it's not that I didn't want to do it or I wasn't mm. committed to do it but I was definitely thinking through what the repercussions of doing it mm. were going to be mm. and there's I asked you the other night mm. have you heard of the tall poppy syndrome no. no so I said that to you and you're like no and I'm like I'll save it for the podcast <laughs> yeah. I'm like okay so this is something because you didn't grow up in Australia this mm. is one of I guess you could say one of the more negative traits of Australian culture. Okay. And do you know what a poppy is? Yeah, the, of course. The I flower? On, oh, okay, we're talking about poppies, flowers. I thought we were talking about poppy, like a, like a little... Oh, no, girl. pop, poppy. <laughs> okay. Um, flowers. Okay. So they're like these little red flowers and they grow in fields and it's just mm. a sea of red. Yeah. So the tall poppy syndrome is if there's a tall poppy, that's the one that's going to get cut. If it sticks out, that's the one that's going to get taken. And it applies to people that are either successful or motivated yeah in australia we're very much we support the underdog right mm -hmm. the minute someone's making breaching yeah. the status quo or yeah just either achieving something yeah whether it's like like a monetary thing mm -hmm. or they're just becoming popular or they're just they don't even have to be doing well they could just be doing something that's not different yeah that's different it's like an inherent trait for us to go, <laughs> he's trying, dickhead. <laughs> but, but I, think, I think you've skipped a lot of it because like you didn't, you didn't grow up <laughs> He's a wanker. <laughs> it sounds stupid, yeah. but that's why all these celebrities fuck off to America where they're actually appreciated. Yeah. Right? If, if we had, say, um, say one of our big rugby league stars or AFL stars, mm. if he, like, the news would run an article on him if he rocked up to training in a Lamborghini. It, like, right? criticise him. Yeah. They, they would sort of be like, what, look how arrogant he is. He what a cunt. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. chauvinistic. But if that happens anywhere else, like, if LeBron rocks up, it's like, Bro, he's the best. He can do that. Yeah. He earned it. Yeah. If one of those soccer players in Europe or whatever yeah. rocks up, they have fucking planes. Like, it's very different in Australia. Even if it's like, say, a, a businessman's talking about, you're just having a conversation mm. and he starts like going a little bit too heavy into, oh, yeah, the business is going well, you know, we turned over, whatever. Mm. Even if he's not bragging, like something's built into us where we're like, he's a bit arrogant. 
He's a bit arrogant. Really? <laughs> like, even if he's not. Yeah. So that's that's part of what I was thinking, because I know there's there would be people that would have seen me post it and just go like, fuck, man, why does he think he can do a podcast? I'm like, I, like, I actually don't care. It's just the thing in my head knowing that there's people you see, that. You see, that's the tricky part, Matthew, because you think you don't care, but you actually care. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> let me put you against the wall. You can't say that you don't care when you get so nervous about what people, which is fine, because it happens to all of us in different areas, right? Because we are very confident for some things, but then when it comes to a different thing, let's say, for example, it's the same with, with surfing. When I told you, hey, Maddie, what are you waiting to go for surfing? And you told me, like, because I, I don't want people to be looking at me when I look like a surfer and I don't know how to... So you're pretty much afraid with those specific scenarios of people judging you, right? Yeah. When I think it through, though, yeah, I, I like sort of have to process it to then be like, okay, I don't actually care. But I think because it's built into our culture that way, mm. like, my instinct my first response before i think about it is that i care because i know what they're thinking it's just like some weird thing that just happens mm. and like the exact thing is my sister was like cringe yeah yeah that's exactly, exactly what it is a tall poppy syndrome and it's fucking weird like, yeah well and that that's not just australia like to give you an example when i started making youtube videos i was scared as fuck i somehow got the internal courage to do it anyway but in within some of the feedback people close to me like your sister came to me and be like what are you fucking doing you look stupid making videos like people with yeah. whom you would expect support that if they come with support you'll be like oh that's fucking cool you know like this person that is a close a friend to me or whatever came with support because ultimately if someone is putting you down for something, they know they're not able to do it. You well, see what I'm getting at? Yeah, I, I understand. I think this is a tricky bit of where this general vibe is in the culture is that mm. they can almost, they're not even trying to put you down mm. and they're not even jealous. Like I understand if it comes from a place of jealousy, mm. like ugly emotion, but he's got a car that I sort of want, I'm going to like dislike him. Mm. But I don't, like a lot of the time, it's not from a place of jealousy and they don't outwardly say, like, that guy's trying too hard, he's a dickhead. This is the thing though, it's... we normally, people usually are not fully aware of their emotions. So yeah. when you act out of envy, out of jealousy, you usually don't know you're doing it. You see the point? You see, so it takes a lot of self-awareness of and knowing yourself of being like oh fuck i'm being jealous like do you realize that you're being jealous towards someone even if it's a friend or something because emotions usually you can't control them you you learn how to but you know, you when to they first appear yeah, exactly yeah. you learn how to recognize them and then how to manage them but when they first come up you don't even realize so to give an example and and not like the, not to make it about your sister or my friend to first 
judge me about my videos or whatever because they like they're not the only ones doing it you know and they're, they're the ones that, that care enough say, to say that, it to yeah you. exactly that's said it straight to you but i bet you there are so many people that will either be judging you for the way you were talking or me because of my accent whatever and, and learn uh, english exactly fuckers. like you motherfucker cunt so yeah it's it's like the way i see it is if I have the time, this is me personally, whatever people want to do, take it or leave it. But if you have time to say, if I have the, Nelson, have the time to go, hey, what you doing? That project that you tell me is shit. I'm a fucking loser. That's, that's the truth. I'm sorry, but that, that's the truth. If I go to someone and I have the time to be like, you hate. What are you doing, sucks? I'm a fucking loser. That you know, like there's a lot of losers on Reddit. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. The entire social media platform made up of fucking negative, exactly. negative people. Exactly, and yeah. and like I said, this is not shitting on your sister or my friends, or whatever. It's just like something that I try to apply to myself. If it like that's what I tell myself. If I if if Maddie. My good friend, or even it doesn't even have to be a friend. Someone that I just stumble upon, and I'm like, I have the time to go tell the person, be like, hey, what you're doing is not right. Hey, what you're doing, it sucks. Hey, you should go and do this to get better. Whatever. I'm a fucking loser. I'm not working on me. I'm not working on my projects. I'm taking my time. My the precious, the most precious thing you ever have, which is your time and your energy. And I'm putting it towards putting someone down. Does that make sense to you? I don't have time it's for that. It's a waste of time. <laughs> do, do you ever, like, are you ever on social media and you start writing a comment? It could be back to someone that replied <laughs> on your thing or just something. And you're like, you, you're like halfway through the sentence and you're like, nah, man. <laughs> nah, like I'm thinking this through now. I'm not putting this effort Exactly. And it, it takes, bro, it takes so much. It takes a lot of self-awareness to cut yourself when, whenever you're doing these things that come out of a negative emotion, you know, and even anger and shit, when people, I, at the beginning when I was doing my videos and someone, let's say, will comment and it's not a constructive comment. Like if, you, if you're gonna give feedback to someone because that person requested feedback or because you really care about that person of, of you know, like I'm seeing, watching Maddie start a YouTube channel and I've been doing YouTube for four years and I noticed couple things that he could improve because I care about him and I care about what he's doing whatever I'll find a way to maybe give constructive criticism I'm not being like hey what you're doing is shit you should do this or being like hey Matty I think what you're doing is really awesome it takes a lot of courage um, I just noticed this this and this maybe you know like keep it in mind for next time you know like I, I, I wouldn't even push it like you should do this like I, I don't see yeah, that's the best yeah, way I, I know what you're saying yeah. giving advice from a good place or just it's tricky. commenting on tricky, something yeah. from a bad place the interesting one I see all the time because we run so many ads for work mm. it's electric skateboards um, it's it's people that comment on ads so <laughs> we have different structures we do the top one is called cold traffic mm. so it's pretty much we're going out to as many people as we can mm. that have not heard of an electric skateboard at mm. all they are a cold audience mm. and we run very basic creatives and people jump on these things and comment lengthy things about 
how bad it is. Yeah. It's, so it's like, imagine you're scrolling through your feed, you see a product you've never seen before, and you're yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate 10 minutes to talking about how to talk shit the price compared to a car you're yeah. bloody doing googling for yeah. this comment yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what's going on <laughs> how are you this invested in something you didn't yeah. know existed five minutes ago and that you don't even own like you don't own it you're yeah. not gonna like all you have to do is swipe three inches exactly. off and you'll never ever let it go it again it, that and that's what i'm uh, like what i'm trying to get people let go let go of, of people trying to put you down if you're someone that's putting down someone else honestly the, the way i see it is like you are being a fucking loser so get your shit together yeah. that's what i tell myself and I, it has worked like it, great things for me because now nowadays it's hot like as humans we want to critique right we want we we have this human nature of trying to, you know, criticize whatever we see other people doing. But nowadays, I'm really, I try to be as smart as I can with my energy and time. So it's very rare for me to currently take the time to say something bad about someone, you know, without, without actually getting something, building something. Let's say if, we have, if we're having a conversation, a podcast, Oh yeah, let's fucking talk about yeah, whatever it was. It's a platform for it. Exactly, right? and it's a platform for it, and we're building something of our own. You yeah. know? Did you find that was a that was like a gradual transition? I feel like when I was twenty, I was mm. just flying off the cuff saying some. For sure, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Over time, it sort of ramped up, and, and you're catching yourself out, and you're actually putting more thought into those decisions. Yeah, yeah. but this it, it comes back again, like. It's not about age. It's not about getting old. It, it's all about experience and perspective. Because you could have an 18-year-old kid that realizes yeah. soon, enough, soon enough because of studying, you know, great minds and people that are extraordinary of whatever he loves. And he's like, oh, it's not smart for me to be critiquing and put it down on other people. If I'm just focused on myself and do great things, it's better that way of me getting faster and more efficiently to a place I want to get, I'm building more relationships. Because the minute, who the fuck wants a friend that is putting other people down? If you have friends that are talking shit about other people, I can assure you that person, the minute you do something they don't like, they will fucking talk shit about you. Yeah, you hear That's that when, the way it works. When you hear people you, you're sort of friends with talking smack and you're like, that person you're talking smack to has the same relationship as us. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, man. You gotta be really careful. That's why I told you. I've told you this a couple times. So far, the friends I met from you, they are so cool. They're very like, they're not. I haven't heard them even when you're with them and all this stuff. Like all interacting. Same with Beck and her friends. I haven't heard them talking shit about all the people. And I was like, wow, that's that's very cool. You know that they're just focusing on whatever is happening for them and not really putting their time and energy into putting other people down. Because if they do that, they'll do it with you. That's, yeah. that's how it works, you know. So be really smart of the way you behave because that transfers, if you're talking shit with your mate, all constantly putting other people down, I'm sure you will put your friends down. And if it happens the other way around of your friends, you know, like putting other people down in front of you, they will 
certainly do it with you. So be wise with, with the friends you choose. And I think we talk a, a lot about a lot of shit today. Yeah, yeah right? we had an hour. I can't see it. I got the yeah, we're there. almost done. It's like five minutes left. Boom. So um, just getting back to everything we talked today. I think it's pretty good. It was a good one. Yeah. We kept up the pace. So Mommy Rogers should be proud of this. Worked. We didn't actually plan it, but we sort of knew what we were going to say. Yeah. And we, yeah. What topics did we do? Let's recap. We started with luck. Right? We started with, we talk about luck, how shitty is our background as always. Um, not putting other people down, be wise with your energy, you know, like the quote. time, the quote, which is fantastic. And you re reiterate, the reiterate quote. the quote. Yeah. You can have it all, but not all at once. Fuck. That, that's deep, bro. I love it. Might get that tattooed Simple on my neck. and <laughs> please don't, please don't. Um, there's just one more thing that I really feel like we need to add. To close the podcast um, it's probably the most important thing you'll hear of this entire conversation so grab a note grab a pen if you're a dude and you're wearing oh yeah this this is this is mm, bad this is bad yeah and I need you to say the word because I always forget the name of the thing but if, if you're, you're a dude, dude and you're wearing Birkenstocks <laughs> Stop. 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 Why? Self-reflection. Yeah, yeah. You have no self-awareness. That, that's a fact. If you're wearing those fucking sandals, if you don't know what, what a Birkin shit is, it's a the fucking sandals that use every girl of the Nordic countries, like Sweden. Mm. Like I don't think they're a German. I'm pretty sure they're a German shit. Yeah, German girls yeah. also use them a lot. Yeah, I'm Bex. Bex got a friend. <laughs> yeah. Like her best friend's yeah. dad is German. Yeah. And he's like 78 years old, and he's been wearing Birkenstocks for 50 fucking years. Oh, fuck like, no! I think he's the only yeah. one that's allowed, allowed. to wear them. And even then, he's like, oh. If you're like someone a, should tell him. If you're a 70 year old German man, you can wear them. Yeah. Otherwise, you fucking stay away from them. Just stop. Yeah. Nelson thinks it's okay when girls wear them. Yeah, when when a girl wears it, it's like, yeah, sure, okay, fine. It's still not but, great though. They're yeah. all black and sweaty. And yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like once they start using it so much, you can even see the fucking feet imprinted on them. It's disgusting. It's gross. Sure. <laughs> it's gross. I wish we had actually. Well, next episode we will have Sophie's one to give an example because we have one a friend, a Beck's friend, forgot hers in here, and oh, they're she didn't fucking, bring them? No, no, she oh. she just left them oh, upstairs. Sorry. And they're fucking disgusting. So gross. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I can't even dare to touch them. Yeah. So recently, we were looking for a coffee or something. I can't remember. And we ran into a dude that was wearing some. And we were like, Oh no, no, no! What? Not to judge. <laughs> yeah, no, not no putting judge. people down. No putting people down. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely taking our advice. Um, but yeah, just stop and don't wear that thing. Just wear some. Sandals, normal sandals. This doesn't seem like a good idea. I don't even wear thongs. I well, I used to have some until fucking Django ate yeah, them. Yeah, that's probably. I haven't worn, I haven't owned thongs for like 
probably 10 years. It's a <laughs> yeah. long time. Yeah, my feet are now getting used to it. But anyways, enough of talking shit. Maddie, where can people find you online? We can find me at, at a guy called Maddie on the Instagram. Yeah, um, at Nelf Life. Links, as always, will be in the description down below. We are on Spotify and a couple more audio platforms. Soon will be an um, Apple podcast. Hopefully, by the time this one comes out, we're there as well. We're on YouTube. If you want to visualize, if you want to see us, like we said, hopefully the background will improve very soon. Even the lighting, because right now, shit, you, can barely, you can barely see us. Uh, but hopefully you got something out of this episode if you did like it please make sure to leave a like um, comment give feedback we'd love to hear from you guys and if you take the extra mile to leave a review on Apple podcast that will help us take this amazing space that we're trying to build to more humans around the world and we can buy a new background so thank you very much yes yeah, so yeah. please just just take the time to leave a review we really appreciate it if, if you if you think of shit if you want to put us down do it but leave five stars five stars exactly and then put it in the comments and then put in thank the comments you. whatever shit you want to talk and then the good vibes theory on instagram as well vibes theory on twitter but I'll see you guys on the next one. Goodbyes for everyone. Peace. How was that? It was good. That was better. Right? That one flew like <laughs> way better. <laughs> <laughs>